Welcome, brothers, to Healing Our Masculinity podcast with me, Scott Carter. I'm a licensed therapist, and I'm also a man who is proud of his masculinity, and I created this podcast because men and masculinity are in crisis. We have lost the true art of masculinity, so please join me as I attempt to have these difficult yet very necessary conversations about men's issues, men's psychology, and what I believe is going to be necessary to heal our masculinity. All right, fellas, welcome back to the next installment of Healing Our Masculinity. Glad you're here. Glad you're listening. Thank you for being here. Thanks for sharing. Hopefully you are uh, telling other guys about it. Um, hopefully you're kind of embarking in your own journey, uh, taking some of this stuff on, taking an honest look at your life and such. And uh, I hope you guys are doing good out there. I know that we are going through some bumpy times. These are some turbulent times. I'm sort of reminded of like the 1960s, like our era right now, our like the, the we are in the new roaring, roaring 20s, no doubt about it. And um, frankly, again, I'm sort of reminded of the, the 1960s. Like, uh, you know, we might look back at the 1960s and think like, oh, you know, everything seemed to be on the surface. It looked good, um, like a good decade. But it seemed like the 60s on the surface looked like a continuation of the 50s, but definitely was not. It was a very, very tur- turbulent decade. Uh, there was so much chaos. Uh, you had a lot of protesting and the civil rights movements. You had a Vietnam War, you had a uh, JFK assass- assassination, MLK assassination, you had the Cuban Missile Crisis, you had celebrities dying, you had all, uh, Richard Nixon, the President of the United States, having to resign because he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. And I feel like we're sort of back there now, so it's just, to me, it's it's like part of our cycle as human beings. This is just sort of where we're at, where we kind of have to go through some hard times, and that's sort of what makes us strong. And in this episode, I um, I kind of wanted to maybe do something that seemed a little bit more positive, a little bit more optimistic, to talk about change and why we even do this stuff in the first place. Um, I think I had a friend this morning um, maybe mention to me something she was seeing, and uh, she thinks I ought to have more fun. And that maybe like, right, a lot of these topics, they're so serious. We are, there's so much seriousness around us. And we, we do, we kind of live in this era where uh, comedy is always offensive to somebody and every, and uh, people are always offended over something. And uh, we don't have enough fun. We're just taking everything very seriously. We work a lot. Uh, we as men, we have a tendency to work so much. We have a tendency to uh, set our eyes on lots of money and a nice car and a big house and monetary success that way. And, um, and I think we get lost in that. I do. I, I don't think those things pay off uh, for us men nearly in the way that we, that we think that we do. I actually think it's kind of a trap. And uh, so almost uh, I, I was thinking like, what would be a, a good topic that would be a little bit more upbeat, maybe a little bit more uplifting, a little bit more positive. And uh, I want to kind of talk about why we even do this work in the first place. Why do we even look at ourselves? Why do we look in the mirror? Why do we practice this radical honesty and this radical accountability and, and take these storms right in the face? Why do we do it? And um, and I think we, we do. I think we kind of lose sight of things. And uh, the short answer for me is happiness. And uh, 
I tell you why I do what I do. I, I'll tell you why I, I put in a lot of work into myself. Um, I, I really do. Like I've had, uh, I'm a big proponent that we need to face the pain in our lives because when we do, it paves the way for greater peace and greater love and um, a greater life satisfaction later. And I am truly, truly, truly fortunate, my friends, um, in my life that I have uh, been able to uh, achieve a lot of happiness and a lot of peace, a lot of uh, fulfilling relationships, a lot of positive connection, a lot of purpose, a lot of meaning, and just feeling happy. And happiness is a very, very misunderstood thing. Very misunderstood. Uh, I don't think most people, most people, I don't believe, experience true, authentic happiness. And um, the best that most people can maybe hope for or seek or pursue generally seems to be pleasure. And, uh, and pleasure is a dead-end road. Uh, it's uh, unfortunately f for us, pleasure is subject to the law of diminished returns, just meaning that the more that you do it, the less it feels good. And um, so why do we do it? Why do we do it? Where does this lead? Where do we get to? And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, that's sort of what this episode is focusing on so that we can put our eyes forward and realize like, there's a reason why we do this. There's a reason why, uh, we want our lives to be better and, and, and we need to be really, really deliberately intentional about how we want them to be better, better in what way, what does better even look like? What does happiness even look like? And so to me, the bottom line is, I do this because it brings me peace and happiness. I mean, it truly does. And uh, happiness, again, very misunderstood concept. And uh, all of the personal work that I've done, working through my issues, um, taking radical responsibility and radical honesty to my life and my issues. Uh, right now, I will be honest, I'm working through with something myself. I'm working through a big issue myself that I have really, really... Um, honestly been very, very blind to and been deliberately blind to and wanted to just sever it off and uh, put it behind me and move on and uh, find a lot more peace and happiness by severing this or divorcing this part of my life from me permanently. And I'm just having to come to grips with that, that that's just not possible, nor is it realistic. Um, and uh, that if I really, really want the, the type of happiness and life satisfaction that I want, I'm going to have to take this issue on. And so I am. It's a new hill to climb. It's a new mountain to climb in my personal life. And uh, it just is what it is. Uh, being radically honest and taking some personal accountability and personal responsibility has taken a lot of the anger and hurt and pain and sadness and even some hatred out of it. Because I don't like those emotions. I don't like them. They hurt. They're uncomfortable. I want to be rid of them. I don't want to feel that way anymore. And, um, and so again, a lot of what we do has to do with avoidance and escapism. And, uh, but what is it that truly that we are working for? And I've already mentioned it, right? Peace and happiness and satisfaction. And, uh, what does that look like? Well, I'll tell you what it looks like. I'll tell you what I've experienced thus far. Um, uh, first of all, I really do, uh, put a lot of effort personally into having a certain quality to my life. Um, I know what I like. I know what I enjoy. I know what I think is good. And I know what I, what I think is great. And I seek to just create a high quality experience in my life. Like, for example, 
I'm a big music lover. I love music. I always have. I've always just loved, loved music. Um, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm fairly particular about what I listen to, but if I love it, I absolutely love it. And so for me, I have put a lot of effort and made, uh, you know, financial sacrifices into having a really high quality audio experience, having the right speakers or having the right headphones or having the, the, the right, um, music, uh, platform. I'm a big fan of Spotify. I pay for the premium I have for years, no ads. Thank you very much. Um, I'm happy to pay it because, uh, I just like to be able to keep my music going when I want to keep it going because it feels good because it gives me a quality experience when I want that quality experience. Um, I know what I love and I just stick with what I love. Same with food. Um, I know I'm a, I'm a food snob. I am a self-admitted food snob. I know what I like. Um, I know what tastes good to me uh, and I love it. And so um, I do. I, I make the foods that I think are delicious. Um, I enjoy the foods that I think are delicious. I buy the foods that I think are delicious. Um, I go out of my way to make sure that I have a quality food experience. And that's not to say that I'm stuffing cheeseburgers into my face like 24 seven. Um, it just means that, and, and this is, this, by the way, this is one of the keys to getting a really quality experience, like save the experience, right? Savor it. And, uh, meaning that don't give yourself uh, the thing that feels good all the time, like make yourself hungry for it. Um, I will go even sometimes a couple of days without really listening to any music, and then when I return to it, boom! Oh man, if it's great, it feels so good. Or I will uh, deliberately diet for a few days and, and get really strict about what I eat so that on the fourth day or whatever, I can enjoy a couple of things that I really, really love again. And uh, and uh, when I go back to it, it's just like, oh, this is so good. So what we're looking for, guys, is we are looking for quality in our life, whether it's food or music or um, the quality of our of our home experience. Um, I'm really fortunate too that I have been able to be self-employed. I'm a therapist. I work in private practice. I make my own schedule. I'm my own boss. Um, I uh, give myself the gift of a three-day weekend every week. So I uh, have a three-day weekend. I only work four days a week. I don't work a ton and I make enough that it just makes my life really comfortable and quality. I have um, a lot of stability, financial stability, and I and it's, it's really super positive. So part of the trick here is to exercise gratitude and to appreciate what you have, to appreciate that. Like if you're in a place where you're stable financially right now, if you're out there and you're listening and you have like financial stability, um, be grateful. Be really, really grateful. Just like savor it. Just be like, this is fantastic. I'm so glad I can sleep at night because most of us have known those sleepless nights because we don't know how we're going to pay our rent or our mortgage or whatever. It's rough. It's no bueno. And so if you are free from that currently, like if you uh, have any kind of financial stability like I do right now, man, just be really, really grateful. And I am. I do. I, I express gratitude for it. But again, this is what we're working for. The, <laughs> for example, um, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> I'm able to enjoy some financial freedom right now and some financial stability and prosperity right now. And frankly, it has more to do with being disciplined than anything. So this is the lesson, right? When you practice being disciplined, when you work on being disciplined, then you get, then it pays off for you, right? You get a you get a benefit from doing those things, right? And uh, this is, again, just one example. Being financially disciplined 
uh, gives me peace of mind that I'm, I can pay my bills. I love it when, when all my bills are paid. I don't have to worry about a single upcoming bill because I did. I had those periods of time in my life where, uh, yeah, I had bill collectors calling. Um, I've been there, done that. And uh, I'm, it's so nice to have all of my bills paid, all of them, every single one, and still see a nice big number sitting in my bank account. And that just feels so good. It's And it, again, that has come from a lot of discipline. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what we're going for here. This is why we do what we do. This is what we want. And uh, two, like uh, a good man, a man who is uh, really, really happy and comfortable in his uh, life position is usually really, really generous. He's generous with those that he loves. It feels good to be generous with the people that you love. Um, it feels good to take care of those that you love. And uh, uh, that's what, to me, a good man does, is he knows who he loves. He has quality relationships, going back to quality. He has quality relationships. He has quality friendships. He's, he's got a quality romantic relationship. He works to have quality ro ro uh, relationships with his kids, if, if he has kids. And uh, he enjoys his friends. He enjoys uh, uh, his partner. He enjoys his kids. He, and uh, he cultivates these really, really positive relationships. He invests in them so that uh, when, when those days come, when those times come, when he spends time with those people, it's really, really positive. It's very enriching. Um, we need to feel connected and bonded to people, right? That's just one of our basic human needs is to be connected and bonded to people. And, and so we have to work for those things, right? And it's those old sayings are true, man, I, I'm 45 years old, all the old sayings, it turns out there, there's a lot of truth to them. A lot of the truths that we have really lost sight of these days. And there's a reason why we are collectively kind of failing and struggling. Um, and so again, uh, we want to put our eyes forward. What is it that you uh, so here's here's one of those questions that I think is important for a man to ask himself and to answer for himself. What do you want out of life? Now, I ask this question to a lot of people. Most people, especially adults, when they come to me for therapy, especially when they're new, um, and sometimes it's an ongoing question, uh, I will ask people. And I've, I've had clients well into their 40s, and I'll ask them, what do you want out of life? Uh, or why are you here? Um, and what is it that you want to be different? What do you want out of life? And uh, universally, people tell me the answer that they give is, I don't know. They say, I don't know. And I didn't know either. In fact, in some regards, I'm still not entirely sure. And I, at this point in, in my life, I'm not entirely sure that I'm supposed to want anything. Because <laughs> um, uh, what I do know right now, I just want quality to life. I want happiness. I want peace. And I want quality. Um, I want health, stability, predictability, all those things, right? And it's worth it. What I, what I will say is that the pain, the heartache, the trouble, the turbulence, um, doing that personal inner work is how you create this outer experience of just being really satisfied and happy and content and grateful for what you have uh, rather than always feeling like you're lost or you're looking for something or, or you need more, you need more, you need more. Uh, or that you have this insatiable hunger that no matter how much you stuff you acquire, or how much money you acquire, it's never enough. It's never enough. Uh, and those those are traps, my friends. Those are real, real traps. So again, going back to this question, what do you want out of life? Now, if you if you ask me this question five, especially 10 years ago, I would have told you some of the real standard things. I, I wanted to make a lot of money. 
wanted to drive a nice car. Uh, there's a certain Lexus that I think is a super sexy car in the matte black. I still think it's a cool car. Uh, it's not worth the trouble, man. They're too expensive. You know how much it costs to, to fix a headlight on one of those damn things? Or, or get new brake pads? Give me a break. Why? You know, so you can look good for other people? Um, I would have told you I wanted a nice car. I wanted a lot of money and I wanted a big house. And I, you know, I wanted to um, have those types of materialistic things. Um, and I was wrong. I didn't want those things. Uh, or I wanted them for the wrong reasons. It's, I'm, would I like maybe a nicer house, a bigger one? Yeah, sure, maybe. If it added to the quality of my life. Uh, would I want a nice car? Maybe. If it added to the quality of my life. And I don't know. I'm not convinced that a car would. I'm, and I'm being totally honest. Um, if I had a lot of money, I would spend more time traveling. I, I would go uh, more out of the country. I would be doing a lot more uh, retreats with people, with my friends. Um, we got a, we got a, we actually have a, a, uh, some men's retreats planned. I've got a, a group of spiritual guys who are really stoked about kind of, uh, getting some dudes together and, and connecting and having connections and, and, uh, focusing on kind of our spirituality and sharing meditation and stuff like that. And I love it. They're good dudes. There's a, they're really, really good dudes. I'm grateful to have met them. I'm grateful to be, to have made friends with them. And I'm grateful to that. These are guys that you can talk to and, um, they're, they don't act like children. Um, they act like adults and that we are just, uh, kind of sharing this positive experience and these positive relationships with each other. And, this is what I realized that I want, but you have to ask yourself the same question. What is it that you want? And maybe for some people, um, maybe they want, uh, to travel a lot. Uh, already mentioned that, uh, maybe they want to have a, a farm. Uh, one of my good friends, man, he, um, he has a farm. He loves it. He's and his, his kids help him farm. He's got five awesome kids that help him farm and they're such good kids. Um, it's, it's, uh, almost, almost, uh, painful how good his kids are. Um, cause these kids, man, they have some character. Uh, they do like they, they farm, <laughs> like they raise, they raise animals, they garden. It's cool. It's really cool to watch. And maybe that's what you want. Um, maybe you want, uh, <laughs> here's one. Uh, maybe you want to, uh, get involved with falconry, <laughs> um, like, how do people get into falconry, right? How cool is that? I think it would be cool to be into falconry, to have these, to train these birds of prey, uh, to fly and to catch prey and to, you know, return back to your hand and all that stuff. I mean, how cool would that be uh, to, uh, to be into falconry? Maybe you want to be in, into falconry. Maybe you want to be a musician. And so uh, the fact of the matter is, is that our lives can actually be really, really good. It's so easy to get sucked into the doom and gloom and the negativity. And I know sometimes it feels like uh, the world is heading in a direction and we're just not going to recover. And I know there's, there's been many, many generations of people that have felt exactly the same way. In many regards, our lives are still absolutely fantastic. And I think it we deserve uh, to uh, take a minute to recognize this uh, for ourselves and for the people around us too. I was listening to a podcast the other day about some of the um, the transatlantic uh, slave trading, and it was horrible. It was horrible to listen to. Absolutely horrible. Those poor people, I mean, they went through the most awful things. Um, they experienced the most awful, awful things. I, I won't repeat it because it's just, it was gnarly. It, it really hit me 
how bad some of these conditions were, how bad some of these treatments were. And this is just one instance throughout history of people warring with each other and enslaving each other and finding any sharp piece of metal they could find so they could hack each other to bits. And we don't, you know, day to day, I don't have to worry about that. And, and I'm pretty glad. I'm pretty grateful for that. And I think sometimes we do. We forget about that. We forget that, like, if I wanted to leave right now, well, maybe not right now. I, I, have a, I have a client soon. I have an appointment soon. But if I wanted to go out after that and, and find some delicious nachos, I love nachos. It's <laughs> like a Tex-Mex place um, close by. I love their nachos. They're really good. It's just super, super damn good. If I want to do that tonight and enjoy a good beverage and watch some basketball um, while kind of maybe having some music going, whatever, and, and crash out on in my comfy living room that I've specifically created because I wanted to be comfortable and I wanted to be uh, quality for me, then I can do that. And that's awesome. It's fantastic. And I, But again, it comes with discipline. But again, um, the, the real purpose of this episode is I wanted to do something on the lines of a little bit more positive, a little bit more optimistic, um, maybe a little less doom and gloom. Um, I think it, it is easy for me to fall into uh, some of these ideas that the future looks pretty dire and hopeless. And, and truthfully, there are a lot of things that are concerning. And human beings uh, have these cycles, these really destructive cycles over and over again. We have these destructive cycles and we tend to not learn from them. Um, as a whole, we don't, but on an individual basis, we can. And I think that's really, really important. Um, I, if there's one piece of advice that I would give to, especially you younger guys, is don't just do what everybody else is doing. Don't just go along with a program just because everybody else is doing that program. Uh, the program is, is flawed. It's broken. Um, if you do what everybody else is doing, you're going to get what everybody else is getting. And Really, like, what is everybody else getting? And it's not great. It's not good. Uh, you owe it to yourself to change. And make you, if you want the world to change, you have to change. And that's why we're here. This is why we do this. This is why it's rewarding. This is why it's positive. So commit yourself to a better life. Because that's really what this is about. Uh, but it comes with work and it comes with sacrifice. It absolutely comes with work and it absolutely comes with sacrifice. And you have to understand that. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's uncomfortable. And it is a million percent worth it. And I'm going to tell you really, really directly, as someone who has experienced a, a, a large amount of personal satisfaction and happiness and purpose and meaning and love and all kinds of stuff, man, it's so worth it. It's so worth the work. I just, I just want you guys to know that. I do. I want you to know and understand that it's just worth it to leave behind the things that are, are childish. Leave behind the things that are childish and grow up. Work on yourself. Face your issues. Work through them. Do what's painful. Stop running from it. This is this is our purpose. I'm I'm absolutely certain that our purpose as as men is for us to to stand up and be strong when times get tough, and we need that right now. Okay. So, with all that being said, I hope that you will subscribe. Go over to my Patreon. Subscribe on Patreon. There's a ton of content over there on happiness, self mastery, growing up, and relationships. Uh, it starts at five bucks a month. There's an extra episode uh, every. Uh, I try to do it every week, but there's uh, there's an ocean of content over there. If you uh, subscribe 
to the highest tier, the relationship tier. It's the all-inclusive tier. You'll get everything. You'll get everything at every tier for that. It's cheaper than therapy, okay? Uh, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, just trying to remind uh, myself included and you guys out there why we do this what it is that we're that it is that we're trying to get to um uh if you go subscribe to my master class um tier on patreon um also you're gonna get uh, some episodes on how to cultivate true authentic happiness in your life okay oh uh yeah i'm gonna try and be more positive that's sort of my goal right now i need to have more fun too so, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Remember, fellas, do no harm and take no shit.